0: got about 89, 91 people that are on the call. 92. Ooh, they're all right, right now. All right. Yeah. All right. Come, on Come on in get some, everybody. Come on in and get some. Yeah. My birthday's coming up the 23rd. Happy birthday. Good everybody. Happy birthday. Good evening. Happy birthday. Well, the time is 8.14. Let me just do a little introduction. Thank you for everyone for joining us for Quick 15. This is a wonderful time of sharing. We are up to a 100 people who are on the call with us right now. And I look forward to introducing to us um, who's going to be sharing with us this evening. Minister Eric Edwards, Jr. is on the line. He just came out from similar class, <laughs> and he is ready to share with us. So, Minister
1: Eric Edwards, are you there? Yes, ma'am.
0: You can hear me?
1: All right. Hey then. Everybody say hello to Minister Eric Edwards. Hello,
0: hello, Hello, Minister Edwards. Hello, Minister Edwards. I pray that you're all doing well. I'm going to say everybody. Sir. You are well. I'm going to put you on
1: lecture mode real quick. Well, friends, it's now 8.15. I'm so excited. I want to first thank uh, this opportunity. Thank you, Ms. Dell, for reaching out, and thank you uh, to our senior pastor uh, and his leadership for crafting this devotional prayer call for members of St. Paul to join, to be able to, uh, one, connect fellowship, but also to take time out of a busy week to pray. So I thank Dr. Scott, one, for this opportunity to be able to bring a devotional word and to also pray with you all. Well, I noticed that that hour is getting late. It's now 8.15, about to be 8.16. Let's go ahead and start our prayer call for our devotional for this evening. Um, so the devotional that I would like to come from, it will come from the Gospel of Luke. And we'll look at Chapter 17, verses 11 through 14. So if you have your Bible with you or if you're pulling up on your phone, it should read as such, um, On the Way to Jerusalem. Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten lepers approached him. Keeping their distance, they called out, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Verse 14, when he saw them, he said to them, go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were made clean. I would like to anchor this prayer call Um, this short devotion, in verse 14, specifically in those four words that says, when he saw them. Uh, And for this time, I would like to name this devotional, um, thank you for paying attention. Thank you for paying attention. The one sad thing about our world today is, I think we all can attest, attest to this, is that sometimes we simply do not pay attention. Uh, whether we're watching the news, whether we're watching a basketball, football, or baseball game, uh, there's always a certain time where we simply do not pay attention. When we go to the baseball games, you hear that some of the rules for uh, being at the baseball game are twofold. Number one, you you want to look up because you might get hit with the ball. So it's not best to be on your phone at various periods throughout the baseball game, but number two, you want to look because you might miss something that's important. I remember when uh, we had our Gardner C. Taylor Lecture Series conference uh, back in September, we had the Reverend Michael Waldron to come and to preach the conference for us at Duke Divinity School. And when we was doing what we call our Lunch and Learn, he sat down and asked the MDiv students, um, I want you all to try to tell the story of David's life. Well, he chose four people. I was the second in line. My friend was the first. My, first, my friend first went, and he told the, uh, the story of David's beginning life up until he became king of Israel. Then it got to me, and I'm not going to lie, I got a little nervous. I don't like being put on the spot in front of a lot of people, and I kind of fumbled my words, and I went back to my friend. I said, you said, well, what did you say again? Where did you leave off that in the story? And Mike Waldron simply stopped me and said, it's important that you pay attention to what's going on. And, my friends, that's the reality of the world that we live in. There's just so much things, so many things that's going on, that sometimes it's difficult to pay attention. Well, when we look at our text, we certainly see a Savior that is a master of paying attention. When we read the text, we're told that one Jesus is traveling, right, he's on his way to Jerusalem and hasn't made it to his final destination yet, and he passes through this region between Samaria and, In Galilee, Jesus enters this village, this unknown village that Luke does not name. And he comes upon ten lepers who approached him. The Bible says that they kept their distance. And they cried out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And then the Bible says, when he saw them, and then he also said to them. Notice, beloved, notice why Jesus' paying attention is so important for these lepers. These lepers have a condition that, according to the Jewish law, that separates them from society. They can't work. They can't be with their families. They they cannot go out and do things that make them happy. beloved. They are ostracized. They're kicked out of society, separated because they're deemed un- unclean by the religious officials. Therefore, they're in this no man's land, this place where if you have power and influence, if you're not unclean, if you're of perfect health, you would not go there. This is a place specifically for those who are unclean. And beloved, notice what Jesus does in the text. Jesus pays attention to them. Jesus does not keep going about his business. Jesus does not walk past them, but Jesus pays attention to them. Jesus spots Something within them looks at them and speaks, oh, speaks a word of healing over them, saying, go show yourself to the priest. And then as they walked, they were made clean. Beloved, I believe that's good news. Before we even get to the fact that that one leper returned and said thank you, um, I believe the blessing of this text is the fact that Jesus paid attention to them, It's so profound because it lets us know even in the 21st century, even during these tumultuous times, that we serve a Savior who pays attention to us. We serve a divine deity who does not just sit on God's throne doing whatever God wants to do, but no, we serve a God who is vastly concerned about the affairs of humanity. And when we call on God, watch this, God hears us as he did in the text with these lepers. When we call on God, watch this God sees us, he pays, attention to, he pays attention to us. Now I know why we can read various psalms and understand how David can move from lament and anger and feeling as if God was not on his side to at the end of that psalm, that very same psalm. David can go ahead and state something like, I trust in you, Lord. If you don't believe me, look at Psalm 13. David started out saying, how long O Lord? Verse 1, but when you get to verse 6, David's saying, I trust in you. I trust in your love. Why? Because somewhere along the way, David moved from questioning to, I know that the Lord is going to pay attention to me. I know that the Lord is listening to me. I know that the Lord is hearing me. So, beloved, maybe this Advent season, the one thing we should really, truly thank God for is because God paid attention After all, that's what Jesus is all about. That's what the coming of Jesus is all about, about the simple fact that God paid attention to humanity. We didn't deserve it. God knows we truly don't deserve it, but God paid attention to us. So much so that God said, I'm going to send my son. So God, before we move on to Christmas too fast, before we go and open our presents on Christmas Day, matter of fact, before we even wake up in the morning and get dressed and go about the normal flows of life, maybe we should go ahead and thank God that God paid attention. Maybe as we approach lunch on tomorrow, whatever burden came our way, but it didn't take us out, it didn't stress us out, it didn't take us down, maybe we need to just say, God, thank you for paying attention. Thank you for hearing Thank you for looking at me. Beloved, we serve a God who simply pays attention to us, and we can be thankful for that. Now, understands why, now understand why our seasoned saints say if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, because they recognize if it had not been for a God who paid attention to us. So, beloved, as you go through your various trials and tribulations of life, I want you to just know that you have a God who pays attention to you. You have a God who looks at you and who hears you. But then you also have a God who will answer you. In the name of Jesus, amen.
0: Amen. 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 Hey, Lord! Pay attention. Someone wants to pay
1: attention. Yes, Lord. Pay attention. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Lord.
0: Yes. Well, right now we're going to ask. We're going to go ahead and take you off mute real quick and ask people to share their different prayer requests so at this moment go ahead and say out loud your individual prayer requests Early Adams, Early, Early Adams, Early Harry, the Sidwell family, and the Blake family, and the Fletcher family, and the Bell family, and the family, the family, the family, the family, and the family, the family, the family, the that we all pay attention. Well, I am family. the family. the family. the so family. So Edward, so Mün- and family. family. family let to
1: God in prayer. Oh Lord, we come before you on this Wednesday evening just one saying thank you. Thank you, oh God, for another day's journey. Thank you, one, for another opportunity to have lived our lives on today, oh God. Thank you for your constant presence in our life, God. Thank you for how you've been with us on today. I know that somebody can truly attest to your goodness and mercy on today, O oh God. And we just say thank you for knowing that, God, we're not walking this journey alone, for knowing that, God, everywhere we go, you're with us. And, God, yes, even in this season of Advent and Christmas time, we say thank you for Jesus. Jesus, thank you for your presence in this world and in our lives. Jesus, we truly recognize that you've done something that means so much to who we are. You've done something that means so much to our faith. And, Jesus, for that, we just say thank you. And, God, we thank you for the presence of the Holy Spirit, that great guide, that great comforter whom you've given us. Jesus, God, thank you for giving us the Holy Spirit and allowing it to be in our lives. And, God, on this evening, we just want to lift up various prayer concerns, God, one, we want to pray first for the homeless, oh, God. Those who are outside in the rain and in the cold weather, uh, having to sleep in a tent or having to be on the side of the road. God, we want to pray that, one, you be with them. But not just be with them, but, God, provide them safety on this evening. We ask that some way, somehow, God, you make a way for them to get a nice, warm, and hot meal. We ask that some way, somehow, that, God, you be their shield and protect them as they're just simply trying to live and make it. God, we ask that you be a very present God in their lives right now. They, they need you, oh, God. We ask that you take care of them, but also, God, put it in our hearts, our very own hearts, to take care of those who cannot take care of themselves. God, we want to lift up for lift up those families who have lost loved ones. God, truth be told, this season is hard for a lot of people. This season is going to be hard because as we gather throughout the duration of the coming weeks for Christmas and we start to see family, God, we're going to look to the left and notice that our loved one is not there. We're going to look to our right and notice that our family member, our best friend, that that person is not there. And God, in our various moments of lament and grief, we ask that you just grieve with us. God, we ask that you be present with us. We ask that you comfort us, God. We ask that in the midst of our pain, that, God, you simply take our burdens away. And we'll rest knowing that we've had the opportunity to create great memories of those whom we've lost. God, thank you for even their presence, those who we had the opportunity to share time with in our lives. God, thank you for giving them to us and allowing us to orbit around them. God, on this evening, we also want to pray for the state of affairs in in our world, and our country, God, for we know so much evil is going on, the constant threat of war, the constant threat of increasing tensions. You have China and Taiwan. You, You have Russia and Ukraine. You have America and Russia. God, so much is going on. God, in a world that is steeped with hostility, a world that is steeped with evil, God, we want peace. So, God, the, the one who brings about peace, we call on you, O oh God. The one who can make wars to cease, we call on you, O oh God, so that your people can flourish, so that innocent lives can stop being lost, so that those who are suffering at the hands of unjust causes can finally flourish and prosper and experience your peace. God, we'd like to pray for this church, our church family. Help us to not grow weary and well-doing, oh God. Help us to continue to serve you in the way that you want us to serve you. Help us to continue to search for you and to do transformative and innovative ministry so that, God, we can help bring people to you. Help us to serve you in a way that's pleasing unto your sight, O oh God. Help us to truly do your will. And, God, we, I ask that you transform every single person on this prayer call. Not only be with us as we're going throughout life's troubles and sorrows, but, God, transform us. Cultivate us into the servant that you would desire for us to be so that, oh, God, we can hear your words well done. God, help us to serve you faithfully and help us to serve you powerfully knowing that, God, at the end of each and every day, we have done something that put a smile on your face, knowing that we've done something that made you proud. And, God, lastly, before we get off this prayer call, I want to ask that you forgive us of all our sins. God, we're simply sorry for falling short. We're sorry for doing what we were not supposed to do. We're sorry for not answering your call and for not doing what we was supposed to do. God, we're sorry. God, we're sorry for simply getting it wrong. And we ask, oh, God, that you forgive us right now. And again, that you mold us and shape us to be the servant that you desire for us to be. God, be our jewel in our life and continue to help us to orbit around you knowing, trusting, believing that you're going to answer these prayers, but also knowing, trusting, believing that throughout this life, we're going to keep on encountering you. It is in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen
0: everybody. Have a blessed holiday. Merry Christmas to everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Merry Good, Christmas. you. Thank you. Thank you. Good, you. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good Good night. Good night.